to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Happy Friday. We're back once again, once again, once again. I'm Alexa, and with me is Ambie slash Ambrosia. What's up, girl? (laughs) Hey, what up, everybody? (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing good today. I'm having a good day so far, but it's early. So there's always hope. It's still early. It's still early. I'm having a good day. That's true, especially with the past couple weeks. It's like you never quite tell. Um, (laughs) Well, um, cool. There's this visualization really quick of this meme that I saw of like (laughs) – it cracks me up. These, It's like a – oh, God. It's anime and – there's this little girl pushing another little girl in the wheelchair and one of them's like your spirit guides and the other little girl in the wheelchair is like she's sitting in the wheelchair and she's like oh you know what I think I'm just gonna take a break on self-growth right now and just like really focus on enjoying this moment and then the spirit guide like throws her out of the wheelchair on the cliff that's what I feel like is happening this week for me (laughs) Well, that's like so confusing because I feel like that's what's confusing about guidance because like sometimes the guidance is like – like John told me recently, he was like, anytime you feel like anxious or whatever, you just say to yourself, um, I'm exactly where I need to be. There's nothing that I need to do. All is well. But then at oh. the same time, yeah, <laughs> it's like – yeah, except all the things you need to do to grow and get out of your comfort zone and push forward, except all those things. So it's like, which which one? Which one win is my question. Um, yeah, it's like that friend that like uh, – so I don't know about that friend, but I will <laughs> tell you I've been listening to – gosh, I hope she's not listening – to the Rachel Hollis podcast. Why would you hope she's not listening? I would only hope I'm that not she is. <laughs> so what I will say is that like she's really inspirational and I love some of the stuff she says but in the same aspect it kind of makes me feel bad for like where I am currently and I'm like oh man like I need to get it together so I feel the same way about spirit guides sometimes like I really appreciate what's happening but at the same time I feel really bad about what's going on does that make sense no what do you mean good no, Excellent. I mean, what's what do you mean? What's happening slash what's going on? What does that mean? So, like, what's happening as far as growth, but then I also feel bad about I don't want to do it sometimes. I just don't want to be in this moment. I don't want to feel this way. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and that's what 
And I think that's where the balance comes in and that's where, you know, and that's where that I'm exactly where I need to be. There's nothing that I need to do all is well thing actually does come in because um, – and that's really basically what we're going to talk about today because when these emotions come up, I think we are so – which have just been – I don't know about you guys, but it's just been an overflowing fountain of these emotions the past couple of weeks. Um and when these things come up, it's our natural inclination to do anything we can to push them away so that we don't – because we think, no, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to um, – like, let me put on a happy face. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, this is – oh, this is – oh, this whole thing again, you know? Like, we kind of um, beat ourselves up about it when really the only thing to do and the thing – the only thing that I'm personally realizing works – is to stop and just relax and let that let it all come up like let it all be felt let it all just it's not that you have to do anything except you have to relax and feel it which is the last thing we want to do i i shared this i can't remember if i already shared this on the podcast but if i did whatever it doesn't matter i i was telling ambi that i kept getting this vision of um of my my like corresponding vision of like the girl in the wheelchair is like that it's like those animals that get their heads stuck in like a chain link fence or something so like some they just get stuck in something and like a really nice human comes along and is like oh buddy you're stuck and it comes to try to let it out and as soon as it gets close the animal's like don't fucking touch me like don't touch me and it freaks out and and then the human eventually has to like put like some sort of blanket over the um over the the animal's head or restrain it in some way just so it can like safely get it out of there and then you know and then finally gets it out and the animal just takes off like a bat out of hell into the woods um (laughs) that's how i that's how i feel the past couple weeks like i'm the animal I'm stuck and I'm just flailing around and the nice human, which is our guides, are coming and trying to help and I'm like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And the more that I do that, the more they can't get me out and the more I'm like in pain and the more I'm stuck. So it's kind of really about like that relaxing into what's happening, which is easier said than done. So (sighs) are you still there? No, I left. Oh. <laughs> this is my spirit now. <laughs> no, the, no, our podcast is telepathic from now on. So if you if you, wait, <laughs> if you, if you haven't, uh, you know, practiced your tele- telepathy skills, you better get up on it because from now get on, up our, on our podcast this is, is just, all you're going to hear silent. from now on. It's going to be 45 minutes of just silence, but it will be a whole podcast going on telepathically. You'll just have to tune in to hear it. That's so. literally the easiest editing ever. <laughs> right? Right. Um, anyway. Okay. So let's see. Before we get into the thing today. Uh, we're going to thank our Patreons, Tiffany yep. Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bone, Renee Hart, Mimi Abneer, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mariah Atkinson, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kim Bartell, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha, Jamie Witch, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, and Kara Miranda. You guys are whoop, the best. Whoop. And because thank of you, you I'm pretty sure I could be one of those people who does the uh, auction, an auctioneer. I'm getting very good at saying things very fast. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see how fast she can say more names. That'll be a fun game. Yeah. Let's get more names and let's see if I can keep in the tam- same time frame. That'll be um, a good time. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the retreat really quick before we oh, get yeah. into this subject. 
So we are having another retreat. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm yeah. excited. The retreat is April 12th, right? Let me just double check. Yep, April 12th through the 14th um, in the beautiful Himalayan Institute in Pennsylvania. Um, everything, um, they do housing and food and all of the things. And we're going to, um, the retreat is called Chrysalis. And it's all about transforming from the inside out. So it is two, well, three days technically, but really two and a half days of really intense um, self-transformation and self-healing. And we did it before. We did it technically last year now. And we had such great success with it that we are doing it again. Super excited about it. Um, So if you would like to be a part of that or you would like more information about what exactly it entails, it's going to be linked into our show notes. Um, Also, the Himalayan Institute, the housing fee and the food fee will be on their website. Um, and that will be, we'll email you personally after you sign up about more information about that, just because it's not up and running yet, but there is an additional fee with that. We don't want anybody to be misleaded with that. And you will see that in the description. The The total pricing is all laid out in the actual description of the event. Um, mm-hmm. So the total, I'll, we can just we can just say right here, the total pricing of everything is $510 as of now mm-hmm. with the $50 discount, which is the early bird price, which goes until February 16th. Um, actually, as of right – so the total price for housing, food, and the actual retreat is $510. But right now to pay up – like to pay for the ticket, I think it's $320. $20, yep. So just right. just FYI, um, if you're thinking about coming, we only have four spots left as of now. Woo-woo! So – um, there's 13 spots available. Nine people have already signed up, which it's mostly new people, which is pretty exciting. And, um, and yeah, we have four spots left. Um, so if you want to get in on that or you want to get in on the early bird discount, which like we said is $50 less, um, sign up soon because I don't think this is, these are going to last much longer. Um, cool. Anything else about that? Uh, no. All right. Cool. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty today. (laughs) Do you want to explain the situation? I'm going to set it up because you're going to go off. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So yesterday, Ambie and I sat down to record and right before we started to record, because we've been trying to record the day before we release now so that we can release on time. Um, so yesterday we sat down and we were about to start recording and, and then I was like, oh wait, let me check our reviews. Cause we haven't checked reviews in a while and we've been asking for reviews. So let's see if we got any. And I'm like, oh yeah, we have four new reviews. And, then, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute, this is funny. And <laughs> because the first two of the new reviews, um, one of them was, <laughs> was a love the podcast, but please no ASMR. And it's basically a long review about how we like almost disrespected this listener by (laughs) doing ASMR and she's very upset and um, to never do it again and all of that. And I appreciate that because it's not for everybody. it, It is not for everybody, but I'm really into it. So, and that was one of the funnest episodes we did. So, and it's Alexis' podcast. So, yeah. So, sorry, not sorry. I about that. don't know. Well, she she was like, "You're gonna have to give a disclaimer next time." So, I guess we'll give a disclaimer anytime we do ASMR for those who are Warning very label. sensitive. 
But however, the next ep- the next review um, was mm-hmm. very interesting. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read it. And then we're going to talk about it. And Ambie in particular is going to talk about her feelings on it because she has some very important feelings <laughs> on it. Does that sound okay, Ambie? That sounds great. So okay. let's go ahead and read it. And okay. then we will uh, dissect it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Deep breaths, everybody. Okay, okay. Here's the funny five thing. Five star review, yeah, by the way. Yeah, five, five star, star review. Five star review. And the um and actually the title of this review is surprising and unique. So it's looking good so far. And it is by Bluebird148. <clears throat> okay. Whew. Don't be put off by the really weird, smarmy music that begins this podcast or that the two hosts sometimes come across as drunk college girls with language that would make a sailor blush. (laughs) They genuinely want to make the world a better place by sharing their gifts and encouraging others to do the same. It's like you want to dismiss them as naive and ridiculous, but you can't because they are honestly both amazing. They can be so silly that you feel like you are eavesdropping on a pair of 14-year-olds having a sleepover, but then they drop some small bit of wisdom that is literally life-changing for you. Ambie seems to have had a challenging life, and that comes through in the things that she doesn't understand. So yes, Gandhi did like tea, and no, Africa is not below South America, but it is her innocence and occasional lack of experience that makes her so believable and makes this my favorite podcast. I encourage you to listen to several episodes, because just like life, it may take you a minute to understand why it is so fantastic, but by then you will be completely hooked. Their honesty, insight, and humor will make you look at the world in a whole new way, and you will look forward to each new episode. <clears throat> End scene. So, Ambie. Let's all just take that in. Let's just take that in for a moment, <laughs> shall we? Okay. So yesterday when I heard this, I was so triggered by this that I flipped out on Alexa. My apologies about that, by the way. Oh, it's Okay who did nothing and could not talk about it for a solid 24 hours. So I've been processing this for the last 24 hours. And I am not any less angry about it. I am not (laughs) any less triggered. I am not any less frustrated. I am not any less anything. And here's why. Am I good with geography? No. Am I good with math? No. Am I good with spelling? No. Am I good with these different academic subjects? No. That being said, I have people that have been in my life in the past that have limited me because they didn't think I was capable. And I don't give a fuck anymore. So is school very difficult for me? Absolutely. Because I have dyslexia. And I went to school at a time where there was no, um, you sat down and you just learned one way. There were no different ways of learning. And also the way that I was taught to read was not the best way, but it's fine. It's all well and fine. However, I work in the medical field as well. 
So you have to know a lot of terminology. You have to understand how things work. I could probably sit down and have a converse, an intellectual conversation with the doctor and understand what they are saying and they understand what I'm saying. That's not me trying to prove how smart I am to anyone. That being said, I don't need anyone in my life. I don't want anyone in my life to try and warn other people about me because they're going to come up with their decision-making skills on their own. They're going to come up with their own conclusions about me, and you don't need to let them know a damn thing about me. I promise. The other thing is, I appreciate that this person is trying to validate me in some way by saying I'm too stupid to come up with these answers on my own. So there must be some kind of higher power working here. But it's not needed. So I am sick and tired of people giving backhanded compliments because this is exactly what this is. It is so mean and hurtful and unnecessary to do to people that we need to stop treating each other like this in this world. We need to stop saying to other people, you would be really great if you did X, Y, and Z. You would be really great or you're so smart in this field and so dumb in another field. You don't need to put other people down to build yourself up. And if you need to do that, that is where you need to work on. This is the nicest I can be about people like this. Have I been this person before? I've made comments to people like that, absolutely. But when I see the hurt in people's eyes, I know pretty quickly that it's not okay. So let me tell you this. Telling other people that I am authentic and real because I'm too stupid to figure it out hurts me. It doesn't make me feel good. So to this person, that this is a five-star review and one of your favorite podcasts, I hope you are listening because you are being mean and you need to change the way you're interacting with other human beings. And that is it. Okay. <laughs> well, Ambie and I like talked about this. Well, we we <laughs> we went back and forth on this quite a bit yesterday. Quite a bit. Um, yeah, because Ambie was like, "We are not reading that on our podcast," and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I." <laughs> I, you know, and I, I'm like, I understand on one hand, but on the other hand, what are we going to do? Just ignore anyone who gives us less than a, you know, stellar review. And she's like, this is not like less than a stellar review. This person's saying I'm stupid. And it led to this whole, and first of all, just from my perspective, like it's so interesting. It's so, so, so interesting because I understand everything that Ambie is saying and I totally understand like her feelings on this. Like it, you know, this, it, it was very like reading. It was very like, it felt very confusing. It felt very like, wait, so you're saying you love us, but, and you're, it, 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 but it was, you hate the music. Yeah. We but sound you like two drunk music. college girls. 
But at this, it, yeah, and it's kind of like, and but what I was trying to tell Ambie yesterday was like, because she was like getting upset that I wasn't getting upset, and I was trying to tell Ambie yesterday, like, first of all, this is more what I'm seeing, and maybe, and and you know what, Ambie, I'm realizing in this moment. Do you remember when I don't think I don't know if we, I think you and I were talking to John privately, like off air, and mm-hmm. we didn't record this, and. He said, um, you guys need to keep staying very open with each other. And he said, because he said, and when things happen that one of you like can't understand or is like losing their shit about, you have to go to the other because the other will be able to see clearly and you need to continue to like lean on each other in that way. And I was like, why is and is and he goes, This will come up soon. And I thought of it with this because with me, I I feel like I'm so I have I just have a wider perspective. And so it's easier for me to be like emotionally unattached, obviously because Because you've been through this. Yeah, and I have been through this. So what I was telling Ambie was, first of all, um, this is – to me, this is so clearly about this person. Like it's st- – them pointing out these things is part of their own blind spots in their life that they don't even maybe realize they they have judgments about people. Or I was telling Ambie like, you know, whatever someone is writing in about or the, or the music or drunk college girls or whatever, so they must have some sort of – it doesn't matter. I don't have to figure it all out. But I'm just saying it's so clear to me that like they have issues or judgments about like college girls or like clickiness or like – and, and that's leading to these to, to these like put downs, kind of these backhanded put downs to make to make themselves feel better maybe. I mean I'm just – that's you know just what? my perspective. But what? here's my thing. I would, I would agree with that wholeheartedly, 100%. I would agree with that. However, that does not make it hurt less. And that is my point is that – Definitely. And that is my point. Like when you have someone like your parents, you have someone like your your so-called friends or your partner telling you, which I've had all of those people in my life telling me, hey, you know what I love about your hair is that it's so frizzy and wild. That's not nice. That is not nice. You are giving me a backhanded compliment. Or you know what? I don't care if other people think you're crazy. I believe you. Fuck you. Like that's not nice. You're not my friend. And that's exactly what this person was doing. They were trying to say, oh, I love this podcast because they have insights and wisdom, but don't be put off by the fact that they sound like two drunk college girls. And Ambie's real because she's too stupid to know these things otherwise. Like, I don't need your help. I don't need your help, honey. We're good. See, Go my, ahead, my perspective is just like so- and I'm so angry if you can't tell I'm so mad I, I can it. tell. <laughs> My perspective is just so different and I don't know if it's just because again like I I feel more what so okay going back so what I told Ambie was I was like I feel like we need <clears throat> we do need to read this on the podcast because one like I think it's powerful for you to express your feelings about this and two what are we going to do as time goes on? Just like be like, oh, that person gave us a less than stellar review. So let's just skip over them. That's not being authentic. And our whole and thing is- for the is- record, I said, yes, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be super vulnerable, yeah, because like, yes, only, su- only rainbows and sunshines from now on. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, I, and I get why. And like, but, but, you know, like for me, it feels- slightly inauthentic and I feel like, you know, it also feels like a missed opportunity. It would have felt like a missed opportunity to bring this to light. And the other thing is, I was explaining to Ambie, is that 
when I had a business before, which I've spoken about, um, it was like six or I can't even keep track of time now. It's like six or seven years ago. I can't keep track of time, so it must be stupid. I'm just kidding. Um, well, we're drunk college, so, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So six or seven years ago or something, I had a business um, that I also ran with my best friend, whose name was Andy, which I've explained before. A coincidence and, yeah, not. No, coincidence, I think not. Um, and um, – and we were working on this business and things were going well. The business was growing. But then all of a sudden something happened um, where we made these T-shirts for one of our friends who asked for custom shirts because we had a custom T-shirt printer. It was a direct-to-garment printer. So we could print whatever we wanted on the spot. And um, they were going to a Taylor Swift concert and they sent us this file. that It was like one of those Helvetica shirts that was really in trend like a few years ago where it was like – it was like it said someone's name and then it had like an ampersand and then it was like – and then another name on the second row and then an ampersand and it just goes down the whole shirt listing things. Like if it was like a t-shirt about like uh, like like Game of Thrones, it would be like Jon Snow and like I, I actually don't know the characters, but it would list all the characters with an <laughs> and at the name and, and at the end. Anyway, yeah. this person sent us a file and it was that but for Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends because they were going to a Taylor Swift concert. So it was like Jonas and – um. Till and Monteith and uh, like who else did she date? I don't, like all the last names of the celebrities that she dated like in a, in a row. And I saw that. I was like, that's funny. That's really funny. So I printed it and then I posted it on her Instagram because I was like, oh, this is funny. And also a way to show people like, yo, we do custom shirts if you want like a custom shirt. <clears throat> well, nothing happened. No one even responded to it for a day. But then – I think it was like 24 hours later, I was like going to bed. I put my phone down and my phone started ringing off the hook. And my partner's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. And it was just all these random numbers I didn't have. So I turned my phone off because it just wouldn't stop. And then the next morning I turned my phone on and my um, my voicemail had 50 new voicemails in it. My phone was like it are still ringing. I eventually – like my, my it lost power. And the point is it was – Swifties, which are Taylor Swift's fans, who had somehow gotten a hold, seen this, and become enraged by it. And they started calling us, leaving us death threats, taking pictures of us from the internet, <clears throat> of me and Andy from the internet, putting like whore on them, like saying like, I hope you die. Like, I hope we're going to burn your store down. They didn't know it was an online store. They were like, we're going to burn, burn your store down. You should shove glass up like glass up your vagina. I mean, we have like from 13-year-old girls, 13-year-old girls um, and just so many of them. And we still have some of the voicemails and we still we, – we started posting everything they were sending us online. And, um, and I felt – I was like, oh my God. I felt like terrified and also like, oh my God, my life is over and like these – you know, I just felt so – because I've been bullied and like I've been – I had to switch schools because of it because these girls were like telling me they were going to kill me if I came to school because like one of their ex-boyfriends liked me, whatever. And then they would post things about me online saying I'm fat and then I'm ugly and all these things. And um, the point is <clears throat> I've experienced a lot of this online bullying. It's actually been a big theme in my life. And the thing that happened with Taylor Swift, it really backed me into a corner for like a week. And then somebody came to me and were like, "Yo, you're you're gonna you're gonna like put this shirt up for sale, right?" And I'm like, "What? No, I don't want to draw more attention to myself." They're like, "No, like you need to take the power back. Like, put this shirt up for sale. If you don't, you're missing out on a huge opportunity." Because basically, this attack had gone viral. 
Mm-hmm. So we put the shirt up and in a week, under a week, we made $15,000 off the shirt. And it became like a we put us on the map. Like it put us we, – we started getting the attention of everyone. We were on MTV, MSNBC, E! Online, Perez Hilton, everyone. We were on KROQ in LA on the radio station. We were on – like we were doing interviews. Like it was crazy and our sales just skyrocketed. So anyway – I – when I – I knew, Amby, that when, one of the first things I thought when we started this podcast was, oh, that will happen again. That will mm-hmm. happen again. And I know that it will happen again. I know whether it's at that level or maybe it's on a whole other level, a, 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 even a way bigger level than that, that will happen again because what we're doing here is it's, it's the same sort of pattern again. And I – what I mean is – Whenever you get big, whenever you you're building something and you're really going out there and trying something, people are gonna hate on you. Even if people are just gonna hate on you, like they're gonna mm-hmm. hate on you because they don't like you, because they don't like themselves, because you trigger them, because you make them think. I don't know. They're just people hate on everyone, and in fact, it should, could very well be said that if you don't have haters, then you're not really doing anything. And <laughs> I'm serious. I like that. You're no, not really like doing that. anything worthwhile because why people people hate on shit that like bother that that triggers them and 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 makes them feel uh, people hate on shit that's like progressive, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. why I'm telling you all this is because I think I've been through this so many times in my own way that for me, I already prepared for this as soon as I met you and I knew that we're going to get this is nothing. This is literally mm-hmm. nothing. We are going to get Probably a lot of hate in the future, especially when things blow up. Like John said that this year for you is going to be your you better be camera ready. And a part of that is get used to this. And I don't say that to be like tough on you. I say that to be like, I've been through it in a very public way, and I promise that it's it's nothing it, it, it becomes a joke. It becomes silly. It becomes funny that you that other people care that much to do it. But also it teaches you a lot about yourself and a lot about what you have to work on within yourself because and, and I don't I'm not I'm not like telling you like Amby, just get over it or like just get over it. you're not stupid and you know that. I am saying you're not stupid and you know that. but and I do like validate your feelings here. But I also say this is a very, very, very small instance. And mm-hmm. I think this is a very big opportunity for you to see how much this tiny thing is really pushing on the nerve and um, and how this is an opportunity to really like examine that now before it gets bigger because um, – because we can't control people. Like that's what I was thinking when you were saying, I don't need you to say this and I don't need you. And yeah, no, we don't need anyone to do anything they're doing. But can we control them? No. Can we control – like our partners say things all the time that you're like, I'm going to freaking kill you for saying that. But can you force <laughs> them to say something better? Well, you can say, hey, I want you to say this. And they'll be like, okay. And then they'll mm-hmm. repeat it and you'll be like, you didn't really mean that. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's like we can – force people technically, but really it's 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 not coming we can't control people. We can't control people. And and what I'm what I'm my perspective on all of this is that this is actually this is one of those times when John said and he said it the other night in conversations with John with me. 
where I was asking about a dream I had where I saw that someone had a um, – uh, there was like this book on the bookshelf and it said cancer on it and I – and it was like people were like – I think like, we talked about the dream, didn't we? Go ahead. Oh, maybe we did talk about the dream. Okay, yeah. So that dream that I talked about in the other episode, he said that that was actually a gift for me um, because it was showing me that I still have a little fear left about like my mom having cancer when I was little because for so long I thought I was going to get cancer because my mom had it like three times when I was younger. So, But recently I haven't thought about it at all and I literally am like, oh, like I don't think that about myself. But he's like, but you kind of still do because – you just don't realize it. He's like, so that was a gift for you to be able to see that you have a little bit of fear left. So now you can work on it. And I was like, oh, thank you. That is a great gift. So Ambie, <laughs> you're going to punch me in the face for saying this maybe. but no, I tru- I'm not. I physically can't right okay, now. So okay. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I truly feel like this is a gift for you because it's giving you an opportunity now before all the tidal wave of all the stuff that's going to mm-hmm. come later – which is going to be fine. I don't mean to say it in a scary way. Like we're going to be totally fine. But this is a gift for you to see how much this bothers you and to really start investigating that and working on it because this – because honestly – and I'm really curious. Everyone listening, um, what do you think – what do you think of this review? Do you think this is – do you think this is mean? Like I mean there definitely are some mean things in here. But like what is your perspective on – I'm just curious of what everyone's perspective and is. And whoever wrote the review, please don't tell me who you are because honestly <laughs> – don't trigger me further. Just let it go. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not ready. Um, but I, I agree with you. This is a gift. This is definitely a gift. And it's really forced me to look into like my own past and my own life on the people that I – how I've allowed people to treat me, right? And how mm. I've allowed people to get to me and – it really just made me reflect on, on like, um, and I know a lot of people can, can relate to this when you offer someone an idea and they're like, that's dumb. That's a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. And then they go and do it. You know, they belittle you and they make you feel bad about it, but then they go and do the idea and you're like, I, I gave you, I gave you that idea. Yeah. You said it was dumb and you made me feel bad about it. And Actually, like the first time this happened, I'm just going to, we're going to go through ambi-therapy real fast. Yeah. The first time that this happened, I remember I was in Girl Scouts. It was like seven, six or seven. And um, I said, why don't we all go horseback riding? And they said, literally the Girl Scout leader, the troop leader was like, that's not really a great idea, honey, um, because you know, you guys are really small and you can't really go on horses. They're very large and we don't really have a lot of money for that. Like gave me all these reasons why. Hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, that, that was a bad idea. And I like beat myself up emotionally. So I dropped out of Girl Scouts because I didn't, um, I didn't feel accepted. So I let them make me feel bad and I dropped out. And then I remember talking to one of the girls that was still in it uh, a couple months later at school and she was like, I'm so excited. We're going horseback riding. And I said, what? And she said, yeah, the, in the Girl Scout troop, we're going horseback riding. And I remember being so mad because I remember feeling like they told me that was a bad idea. Mm. And I let them make me feel like it was a bad idea. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember being so small and feeling like that. And then I've had other instances in my life where people have made me feel like this is a bad idea. Don't do this. And they've turned around and done it. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of shown me that like you need to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to trust your intuition and you need to really listen to yourself when your intuition is speaking and saying, no, do this, do this, do this. A lot of the times we kind of diminish that voice and we try to do the right thing or we try to do the normal thing or we try to do what we feel, what we allow other people to teach us is the right thing. And what I'm learning through this experience and through many other experiences is that nobody else can tell you what the right thing is for you. I've had a lot of people tell me that I curse too much. (laughs) It's not your life. It's my life. And I don't think there's a problem with cursing because it expresses who I am. Mm -hmm. So, so it is what it is. That's, that's just my two cents 10 cents, 20 cents on the situation. No, that's, that's 100%. I agree. That's 100% true. It's like when you're, what you're talking about is trying to make people, it's, it's another form of kind of like people pleasing in a way, because Mm -hmm. you're like, you're like, oh, you don't think it's a good idea? Oh, I guess that means it can't happen. Okay. And then you walk away and then they do whatever they want, which is the opposite of what they just told you. And then suddenly mm-hmm. you feel like, wait, hold on. Because because the truth is like our ideas are for us to um, – it, 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 it's like getting it, – I mean it, it's also just like getting validation from people. You know, we mm-hmm. want the validation from others and then they don't give it to us and then they end up doing it themselves. And that's because in a, in a way they're receiving from you. It's like how many t- – I've that's happened so many times where I've been like, no, 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 I reject something. And then I wait a little longer. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, that is, I could do that. Or, oh, that is a good idea. And then I do it. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is, it's just a reminder. It's, I, I, cause I've been getting that message so much the past two weeks amidst all this, just up and down, up and down is, you know, what do you want? Like what you, you, what do you want? And don't like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else wants or thinks or says or whatever, because they are so skewed in their own world, no matter how much you love them or how close they are to you or whatever, they are in their own world. Like what they think and say and do, and this goes right back to this review because this is exactly what I thought when I saw it is like, this person is in their own world where this is how they see it. This is their lens. And is it nice? Mm -hmm. No, it's not very nice. Do they know it's not nice? I don't think so is the interesting thing. I think they genuinely think that this is a compliment. Yeah. I think that they – and maybe not a compliment. That might be too drastic. But I feel like it's definitely like, oh, I'm helping them because I was turned off by this. So I want to let everybody know not to be turned off by this. Yeah. And and that's – and that's – like fine, that's your opinion, and that's your uh, <laughs> it's your it's your it's your right to leave, leave this yeah. kind of review. Like that's your right. Um, but it's our I, right to talk about it. It's our, our right podcast. to talk about it. Absolutely. <laughs> and 
And and Ambie, it's your right to be offended. Like it's your mm-hmm. right to do that for sure. Um, I I I just I do think I do think this is an opportunity for everyone. Like it's an opportunity for you. It's an opportunity for me. It's an opportunity opportunity for everyone to realize because Ambie, like I guess the reason why I'm it's almost. It kind of surprised me that that it was so, it made you so angry. And again, this just no, this just shows this just shows that like I'm not in your body, I'm not in your life. So like I don't know the things that trigger you, you know, you know yeah. what I mean. But yeah. I guess part of what was surprised me that it made you so angry is that like that's a joke to me. Like to me, it's a joke. Well, okay, I know we did joke about the the coast thing, like the West Coast thing and the Texas thing, and so that I was hope- not on la- air. I so know, I know. I'm not going to. But I'm saying <laughs> but like I but to about me. It. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. And then I was like, oh no, like I hope well, whatever. Anyway, the point is, um, but to me, like for someone to say like that you're not smart is kind of funny because I'm like, to me, you're the person that I go to for all like I think you're so smart. Like you're always telling me about all the like you you're telling me things that go way over my head all the time. You know so much more about finances than me. You know so much more about medical things than me. You know so much more about like you'll speak and every time you speak on our podcast, like you always are bringing through like such wisdom and whether you're connected for that wisdom or not, it's, it doesn't matter because it's essentially an extension of you. Like John is you. Like spirit is you. you and, and, and actually, now that I'm talking about it, isn't intelligence actually the amount of spirit we let through technically? Because aren't there those pe- – there's so many people. And- I think Abraham said that, didn't they? Pro- probably, but like yeah. any any jo- prodigy, quote unquote prodigy, what are they doing? They're not doing it the way – they're not doing their work, their schoolwork, the way that school has taught them to figure out the problems. What what makes them a prodigy? They just know it. And they're considered as like the smartest, you know, oh, this person's so freaking smart. Well, what's actually happening? They're just open to receive the answer. That's it. So it's like – by that definition, Ambie, you're more intelligent than most people. So I just think it's, you know, and, and actually I, now that I'm talking about it, I'm almost a little more surprised that this wasn't directed at me. Although now like knowing who's more sensitive, it makes sense that it was directed at you. But I'm saying I'm actually surprised this wasn't directed at me because I say all the time, I don't know where anything is. I'm so bad at like I'm very with like some practical knowledge. I it just goes right out my head. I, I don't even know. So it's just what was my point in saying all this? Um oh well it's just it just it was almost a little surprising to me that it 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 was that it was such a trigger. But again, it just goes back to show that like we all have very specific triggers that are very customized to us based on our past experiences and mm-hmm. um <clears throat> And actually, at the end of this episode, we are going to put in a a tool to help you with that if you're going through something like that because this week has been extremely triggering for a lot of people in different ways. And um, I was inspired the other day to put together a inner child visualization slash meditation slash tap that um, helps you really take a fear or something that's really triggering you now and go back and work with your inner child on it and give your inner child the thing that they needed that they didn't get at that time. Um, So Mm -hmm. at the end of this episode, 
it, it's 15 minutes long and we're going to put it there so you can listen to it. You can do it over and over. You can do it with different fears. You can apply it to whatever you feel uh, is is right. So, How appropriate. How appropriate. <clears throat> yeah. I love it. And you made that before this review came out, which is pretty I interesting. Did. I made it the day before. Yeah. I was like, so, I don't know why I'm making this, but I guess was, this is why. And this is uh, definitely inner child work for me. This is definitely – it's uh it's a poke from the universe saying oh okay so you think you don't care what other people think how about this Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um which is very nice and I appreciate your kind words Mm. um but I feel as though to anyone out there everyone out there that has been told you can't do something you're not smart enough you're not pretty enough you're not tall enough you're not short enough you're not big enough you're not small enough whatever you're not enough with I have been told my entire life that because of my family situation, because of where I lived, because of my lack of education, because of whatever, right? Because of my weight at one time, um, I couldn't do X, Y, and Z. And let me tell you about people that are stubborn. We don't (laughs) give up. We have grit. And grit is something like intuition that will see you through a lot of situations. So my message to everyone, including the person that wrote this, is not to give up on yourself. Because mm, like you're worth that. it. I like that. Absolutely. Don't give up ever. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very, it's very good advice and very good insight and thanks for sharing like your authentic real feelings because I think it's really important and I think I think people listening to this needed to hear it in some way because it's it's um it's it whatever you're feeling it's not right or wrong it's just time it's it's very good to express it's very good to Mm -hmm. express what you're feeling Um, and when this happens to me a year from now again because it will I might have a totally different reaction you know I might just laugh it off but in this moment in this time and space where I'm at currently I'm pissed Mm -hmm. and that's okay it's okay to Mm -hmm. be mad yeah it's okay to be mad well um happy Friday happy Friday (laughs) yeah um yeah so we are going to leave you with the uh meditation um visualization um, everybody let us know what you think when you hear this episode. I feel like this is a very interesting discussion and we could, you know, gain a lot from each other by talking about it in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. Um, just request to join if you're not in there already. And um, Yeah, let's be friends on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> let's be friends on Facebook. Okay. Um, we love you all so much. Hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will be back on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Welcome to the inner child meditation and visualization. Inner child work is extremely important. Oftentimes when we experienced any sort of childhood pain or trauma that we didn't get to express fully or understand, a part of us gets stuck there. A part of us gets stuck where the trauma occurred. And if we don't go back 
and rectify that or find a way to express that repressed emotion, we will continue to play out the trauma until it's resolved. So for this meditation and visualization, I'd like you to find a comfortable seat where you're supported, where you feel comfortable, where you feel warm enough and safe. And close your eyes and take a deep breath. Now, for this duration of this meditation, I'm also going to ask that you take one hand or both hands and you tap percussively on the front of your chest. Just tap wherever feels best to you on your chest like this. Tap, 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 tap. Gently, you don't have to do it hard. But keep tapping throughout the duration of this meditation because what tapping does is it allows energy and information to flow throughout your body. So it's going to help you remember. It's going to help you uh, receive It's going to help you process as we go through this. So keep tapping. And let's take another deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Now, I want you to pick one fear you have. It would be helpful if the fear that you picked was one that is really bothering you right now. The one with the most emotional charge would be the best to start with for this meditation. So once you have that fear in your mind, I want you to Go back and think about the earliest memory that you have of feeling the same way or a similar way that you're feeling now in this situation that you have a fear in. For example, if you are afraid of um, the challenges of your relationship and you're afraid of being abandoned, for example, think back to when you were younger and How early can you remember feeling the same sort of fear? So ideally for this meditation, the thing you would pick is something that you can remember experiencing when you were younger in some other way or shape or form. So keep tapping, keep breathing, and keep thinking. How far back can you remember feeling the same way, feeling the same sort of fear. How early? Take a deep breath. Okay. So now, if you can remember the situation, 
ask yourself how old you are in that situation in the past. How old are you? And where are you? Where is that younger version of you? When you see them, where are they? What are they doing? What are they wearing? What color is their hair? Just see if you can kind of pick up the details about their surroundings and them. And then what I want you to do is close your eyes. They're already closed. They should be already closed. But imagine in your mind that you present you, future you, older you, goes back in time, goes back to where you see that younger version of you, the little you, that little you that has the same fear, and present yourself to them in a way that they would like in a way that they would find comforting. So you can present yourself as an angel, all in white. You could present yourself as a fairy. Maybe they like a particular animal and you can kind of resemble that animal. Anything that they would really like that that would bring them peace. And imagine you in that form presenting yourself to them where they are. And if they're in a place where there's other people around, just know that only they can see you. So you're safe and they're safe. And present yourself to them and tell them who you are. Tell them that you are them in the future. And tell them that everything's okay and that you came here to help them. And really see this taking place in your mind. Really play it out. Don't skip through it. Really see the conversation being had. See your future self presenting yourself to your younger self. And what reaction is your younger self having? How are they perceiving you? Are they excited? Are they scared? Are they confused? Are they What's their reaction? Take another deep breath. And keep tapping on your chest. Don't stop. And now what I want you to do is ask your younger self. Say, what's going on? What is wrong? Is there something I can help you with? And let them tell you. Listen, just listen, and let them speak because they will speak. They will tell you. Take another deep breath. So what did they say? Say it out loud if you can. What did they say?
And now what I want you to do is ask them, what do they need? What do they need to feel better? What do they need that they're not getting? Because if they were getting what they needed, this they wouldn't be in this situation, right? So what do they need? Is it, do they need a hug from you? Do they just need to know they're supported? Do they need to be taken out of that situation? Do they need to um, express themselves to someone? Do they need to tell someone that what's happening isn't okay? Do they, what do they need? Ask and listen. Deep breath. And now, give that to them. See yourself giving whatever it is they need to them. So if what they need is a hug from you, really envision yourself giving it to them and feel it. Feel yourself comforting them. Feel yourself giving them that love and security they need. If what they need is to be taken out of the situation they're in and put in a better situation, take them by the hand in your mind's eye. Take them by the hand and transport them to the situation that they need the situation that they want to be in, the situation that would be best for them and actually see that effect, actually watch the effect it has when they're taken out of this negative situation and put into a situation that they wanted to be in that would make them feel more at peace or safe or happy and let them be there. If what they need is... um, to express something to someone, go with them and have them say that to that person. Just give them whatever they need and watch it play out. Let's take another deep breath and keep tapping. So now check in with them after you've given them what you think they need, what they asked for, and ask how they feel now. And then ask them, is there anything else that you need to know? Is there anything else important that they need to tell you? And once that is done, once they've said what they need to say, I want you to tell them, and again, just see this conversation happening, really feel as if it's happening. Tell them that they are never alone and that you have to go right now, but that 
any time they need you ever again, they can call and you will appear just as you did today. And that you will always be there for them. And that the two of you can work through any issue together. That you will be there to help them express or achieve or um, feel or resolve anything they ever go through in their whole life. And give them another hug if that's okay with them. Take another deep breath. And now come back to the present moment. And notice how you feel. How does it feel to allow that fear, the source of that fear, to really speak? To really communicate and express itself? And how does it feel to give that version of you that first experienced this the support that it never got? The love that it felt it didn't have? How does that feel now in the present moment? Do you feel different? Do you feel more relaxed? I'm willing to bet you do, but you can use this meditation over and over again um, to whether it's on the same issue or on another issue, um, but it's, it's a way to reconnect with the child in you, the inner child that felt alone or like it couldn't get what it needed and it's a way to go back in time literally because time is not linear everything is happening simultaneously and so when you do this work when you go back and when you actually hear this little child out and you actually be there for it you change the past Because now everything that happened up until this point is changed. It's different. Because that little child got what it needed. So take a deep breath. Thank yourself for doing this practice and going back and doing this work. And I hope you have a beautiful day. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 